Hey, welcome to The Spirited Life, where I am working to take the woo out of the woo-woo and bring spirituality back down to earth. On this podcast, we talk about all things intuitive, intuitive development, psychic and mediumship understanding, mindset work, and of course, manifesting. I'm going to help you understand how to manifest the things that you want and stop manifesting the things that you don't. I'm going to teach you how your intuition works with you every single day, how you can tune into it and how to tune out of it. And for those of you that are wondering what it's like to be a medium or how to enhance your psychic gifts, I'm going to help you with that too. But I'm going to do it in a way that brings it all back down to earth. My mission is to help you live a more spirited life. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spirited Life Podcast, where we talk all things mindset, intuitive development, spiritual understanding, and really just, you know, we bring the spirituality back down to earth. We're working to take the woo out of the woo-woo. So that's actually what I want to talk to you about today, spirit guides, right? So super woo-woo, but I want to talk about it in a way that you can actually understand and hopefully utilize in your life. So I've done an episode on spirit guides before, but this one's going to be a little bit different. This one is about where your spirit guides come from who they are, and are they actually your family members? And the reason I bring this subject up today is because it's actually come up multiple times over the past couple of weeks with clients that I'm working with one-on-one and also in email questions. So I thought, hey, let's address this. I've, I've addressed it before on the blog. So if you want to check out um, any articles, go to my site, lightloveandspirit.com, and then also on my YouTube channel. But I wanted to just speak to it again today. So here's the first question. I'm going to try to keep it as short and sweet as I can today. But here's the first question. Do I have spirit guides? Well, honey, yes, everybody has spirit guides. We all have at least one because we're all born with a main guide at birth. But then we usually have kind of a team of spirit guides. Like, I don't know exactly how many, I I can never tell you that. I don't think anyone could tell you that. Our spirit team is infinite. If you look at all the members of it with our, our guides, our angels, our family members, our ancestors, it's infinite, right? But from my understanding, what I have learned and through my work with spirit, at any given time, we usually have on average about two to 10 that are working directly with us. And so if you ever do a reading with me or you ever do coaching with me, you'll know that I kind of tap into the collective. Unless we are doing a spirit guide session, which I do offer, this is a session where I connect with your guide that's working most closely with you. And then I actually send them over to you to have that guide work and connect with you. It's such a fun, really cool session. So you can check that out um, either in the show notes or on my site. But we generally have about two to 10 that are working with us at any given time. So when I tap in, I try to get the most information that I can. So I'll kind of work with a collective unless we specifically set out to talk to one guide. Now, where do these guides come from? These guides are actually, so we've talked about, um, we've talked about karmic relationships in another episode, and I'd like to talk about soul contracts too. I think I dabbled in it a little bit in that episode, but soul contracts are the contracts we make 
with other spirits before we come to earth. So those spirits can be members of your spirit team, meaning we pick our guides based on the experiences they had in their lives, based on who they were as a person, because they have the knowledge and experience to help us navigate this human experience because they already lived it. And so that's where your guides come in as super helpful, you guys, is you may think that you're alone. You may think that you're struggling, that nobody understands you. But I guarantee you that on your spirit team, if you are at a place like that in your life, that you picked someone before you even came here. As a spirit, you picked someone to help you navigate this situation. It is your job and your responsibility to call on them, to ask them for help, to ask them for signs, to ask them for guidance. Because as I've said so many times before, your guides don't want to scare you. They don't want to burden you. So they're going to hang back until you intentionally call them forward. And then they're like the best friends and spirit that you never knew that you had. So, you know, I have the course, um, Intuitive Development Course, which will teach you all about your intuition and how to know when your guides are talking to you. But if you're ready to just like jumpstart today, I think it's like $30. I have a spirit guide course too that will teach you all about your guides and how to tap into them and start working with them today. I don't have time to get into all of that today, but the reason that I'm saying this to you is if you are struggling, like if you are if you're just lost right now and you have you feel like you have no direction, there is a guide for you that you picked to help you navigate this. All you have to do is make yourself available. Say that you're willing to connect, say that you're willing to witness the signs, ask for help, ask for direction, it will be given to you. But then like we've talked about before, you've got to create the space to receive, right? So on your spirit team, you have all these different guides from all these different walks of life that you actually picked to help you in this life. But the main question that I came here to answer today is, are our spirit guides, our deceased loved ones. In other words, do the people that we know on earth go to spirit and then become our spirit guides? This is kind of twofold because they can, yes. Do they typically act as your main spirit guide? No. But here's where it gets tricky. And I've seen this over and over and over again throughout like the seven, I don't know, almost maybe eight years since I started my journey. Is when we have a loved one pass, they will start showing up for us. They will make themselves known. They will talk to us. They will show up in our dreams. They will communicate with us. And so there are two things that happen then. The first is we usually go into, oh, this is probably just wishful thinking. I thought I smelled them. I thought I saw them. I thought I dreamed of them. I just miss them so much. It's wishful thinking. Nine and a half times out of 10, it is not wishful thinking. Nine and a half times out of 10, it is them doing their best to try to communicate with you by giving you memories of them, by giving you their smell, by leaving you little things or knocking their own picture off of the wall. This is them trying to connect with you, trying to communicate with you. And it's beautiful. But then the other side of this is, well, then they must be my spirit guide. 
usually they are not your actual spirit guide, but they will always be there to guide you. They're your family. They're not going anywhere. They love you unconditionally. They're not going anywhere. And they want nothing more for then you to understand that you have access to them still, that you have access to the beauty of the universe, that you have access to your intuition, that you have access to guidance. So they will show up for you again and again and again, and they will act as your guide, especially at the beginning of your spiritual journey. And here's why I know this to be true, because this happened to me and I kept doubting it and I kept pushing it away. It happened with my grandmother. Then it happened with my grandfather. Then it happened with a couple of friends. And I kept pushing it away because I kept thinking, this is just me. This is wishful thinking. I'm making this up. Until I decided to ask, like, okay, help me. Show me the way. And here's what I know. And here's what I've understood. And I've seen it with clients time and time and time again. As soon as you accept that it's not wishful thinking and that they might actually be there to help you and guide you then that loved one will show up. They will give you the signs. You will talk to them. They will come to your dreams. They will do whatever it is that they need to get through to you and to bring that evidence to you that you are capable of receiving, that you are capable of tapping in to the beauty of the unseen. Like it's so freaking beautiful, you guys. I can't even explain it to you. It's so supportive. It's so loving. But of course, you would never know it was there if you weren't available to tap into it or you didn't know how, right? And that's where I come in. But when this member of your spirit team shows up, they're going to do everything in their power to show you that this is available to you. And here's why it works. Here's why your loved one acting as a spirit guide works for you. Because you trust them. Because you know them. Because you love them. Because you know that they would never steer you wrong. And it's not scary for you to allow them to show you the ropes, right? To allow them to show you your gifts and the beauty of the universe and all these signs. It's not scary for you. Whereas an unknown spirit guide or an unknown spirit or or something that you don't know or trust or really fully believe in yet, that can be scary. The unknown is scary. And so here's what I've found to happen. When your loved ones pass, And they start to show you that you can open up your intuition. They will start to help you and they will start to guide you. And they will even start to invite in and introduce you to your other spirit guides. So the more comfortable you get with your intuition by being guided by your loved one, then the more comfortable you're going to get with understanding what feels good and what doesn't. When energy is connecting to you, And when it's ego or when it's a a heavier energy that you shouldn't be connect with. So your loved one can help you learn to trust. They can help you with discernment. And as you learn to trust them, then you might relax into it a little bit more and say, okay, well, introduce me to a spirit guide. Or they might just show you a spirit guide. You might just see it in meditation one day. But the point is your loved ones are there to act as a guide for you. They don't leave you. They love you. They want nothing more than for you to understand the beauty of spirit because now they are in spirit and they know what it feels like again to feel that beauty and to experience that beauty and to experience the oneness. You guys, I can't explain it enough, but when you decide to like just 
live an intuitive life, when you decide like, okay, I don't even, I don't want to be a medium. I don't want to be a psychic, but I'm available for what the universe has for me or God or source or whoever you want to call it. I'm available for what my higher power has for me. Your life will change when you truly surrender to it. And so if you can allow yourself that gift of just being guided, oh my God, the things that can show up for you. So of course, your, your loved ones may not be assigned to you directly as a spirit guide, but they, they will 100% support you and act as your guide until you're ready to connect with your other guides. Okay, so that was pretty short and sweet today, but I hope that you understand that you have a whole team available to you. You have a whole spirit team that is there and available and wants to guide you. And if you're nervous about it, then go ahead, call on a friend, call on a loved one, call on a family member and ask them to help you and show you the ropes. And don't be surprised when they start showing up. Working with my intuition has changed my life and it is so much fun, but it's definitely been a journey. I get people asking me all the time how I got to where I am, how I knew how to trust, how I let go of that fear, and how I learned how to embrace my intuition while also learning how to manage it so it didn't control my days. And I am happy to tell you that I have the Intuitive Development and Progression Program. It's over 40 videos includes how to work with each of the individual clairs plus how to manage them as well so they're not taking over your days empaths you know exactly what i'm talking about so if you guys are interested in learning how to develop your intuition on a way that works for you and that you can embrace throughout each and every day and carry into readings or more psychic development work if that's your jam, please join me in the Intuitive Development and Progression course. Today I have a 25% off code for you and that code is IDP. 25. Just enter it at checkout and you're going to get a pretty big discount, 25% on the intuitive development and progression course. Again, that code is IDP25. I promise you it will change your life. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Spirited Life podcast. It was so good to be here with you today, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, if you're craving more on spirituality, intuitive development, mediumship, or just really understanding who you are on an energetic level, please check me out at lightloveandspirit.com. It is your go-to resource for all things spirituality, mindset, and intuitive understanding. And remember, if you're ready to tap into your intuition, join me in the Intuitive Development and Progression Program. This program has over 40 videos, multiple bonus courses, and you get a complimentary coaching call with me. It dives into all the different clairs, how to work with them, how to manage them, how to tune in and out of them, how to work with your spirit guides, and so much more. And if you're beyond that, if you already understand all of that, how to tune into your intuition and how to manage it, 
then I invite you to check out Mediumship Diving Deeper, where you can learn how to utilize your gifts and actually start getting those evidential messages that make clear sense for you or for other people. And remember, intuitive development isn't just for the person that wants to become a psychic or a medium or thinks that they have gifts. We are all intuitive beings. We are all energetic beings, which means we all have the ability to tap into this at any given time. The difference is we don't all receive in the same way, which is why the intuitive development course breaks it down into clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance. So that yes, you can utilize your intuition to tap into spirit, or receive messages, but really your intuition can be utilized throughout each and every single day, whether it's in your career, your relationships, your interactions, or the choices that you get to make. So with that, I am out and I hope you all have the most beautiful day. I love you, bye. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Spirited Life Podcast with me, Ashley Strong, psychic medium, intuitive development teacher, and mindset coach. If you're new here, I just want to tell you that on this podcast and on my blog, we talk about all things spirituality, and I do my best to bring it back down to earth. I was talking with someone the other day. And she's like, I don't want to be too woo-woo. I said, girl, I am woo-woo. I do my best to take the woo out of the woo-woo for other people so that everyone can understand and live this intuitive, intuitively guided life where we are being inspired, where we're taking inspired action, where we're manifesting, we're seeing the beauty in ourselves and other people and just literally loving this life. And remembering that we get to co-create it with the universe. We don't have to just deal with the cards that we were dealt. We don't have to live out our stories from our past anymore. In any moment, you have the opportunity to change. And you start by taking little steps. And that starts with your thoughts. Where are your thoughts going? Can you, it's not about controlling your thoughts because I don't think that we can ever fully do that, but it is about becoming aware of your thoughts and managing your thoughts and noticing where your attention and your energy is flowing. And so today's episode is really going to be about manifesting. I want to give you guys my top four techniques for manifesting in a way that fully works and has happened in my life over and over and over and over again. I've gotten so good at this manifestation thing that I can now tell when I will definitely manifest something and when I will not. And that might sound kind of silly, like, well, if you're so good at manifesting, then shouldn't you be manifesting all the time? Well, manifesting has a lot to do with what you are a vibrational match for. So you can want things all day long. You can desire things all day long. But until you become a vibrational match for them, you're not going to call them in. You're not going to attract them. What you will attract in, what you will call in is what you're focused on, what you're hyper-focused on where your energy is going, what you are emotionally connected to. And for many of us, until we learn to train ourselves and have that you know, self-discipline and self-awareness, 
we focus on the things that we don't want because we're so worried about how they will feel or we're so worried about them actually manifesting in our lives. And then they do. And let me tell you something about the human mind. We will do whatever we can to prove that we are right. And most of the time it's a subconscious behavior. But if you keep saying, oh, this always happens to me and this always happens to me and this always happens to me, you're going to manifest something to where those things happen to you and you can say to everyone around you, look, see, I'm always right. I'm the most unluckiest person in the world. I always get dealt a crappy hand of cards. Well, not everybody's going to want to hear this, especially people who have never heard anything like this before, or some of us really get stuck into this victim mentality. And we've all been there. I've been there. I go there. I pull myself out of it. I'm not saying I'm perfect or that anybody's perfect. But some people aren't ready to hear that the negative things in our lives, we call them in. We ask for them. We tell the universe in somehow, in some way that we are available for them. And so in one of my recent episodes, I talk about how things aren't necessarily bad or good or, you know, the universe really isn't out to get you. But there are lessons that we have to learn. And sometimes those lessons come by manifesting the things that we don't want. Does that make sense? We manifest the things that we don't want, and they bring in a lesson for us that is an opportunity for growth, that is an opportunity for education and insight. And so it's all about perspective, how you choose to look at it. Do you choose to look at like you always have crappy things happen to you and crappy things will always happen to you and life sucks? Or do you choose from this moment on to shift your perspective into, wow, like something that I perceive as being really crappy just happened to me? What within me allowed this to happen? What part of me needed this to happen? What education is this giving me? What insight is this providing to me? Even if I don't know what that is, thank you, thank you, thank you, universe, for providing this to me because I know that no matter what, everything is for my highest good and in my favor. And so from this, I will grow. From this, I will learn. From this, I can see that Maybe I don't know how I manifested it or why I allowed myself to have it, but I choose to know that everything that happens in my life is a manifestation of something that I am available for, right? And so when we look at that and we can start to wrap our minds around that, there's a really easy technique that you can start using right now and tomorrow morning or whenever you want to notice your thoughts and the crappy or the negative things that you think and how those things manifest in your day, sometimes immediately, sometimes so quickly. And I always use the scenario because it's so basic and it's so easy to understand because everybody's been there at one point in, in their life or not, or sorry, at one point in their life. But have you ever woken up and let's just say you stub your toe or you bang your head or something happens immediately when you wake up? And it puts you in a bad mood. And then you're like, oh my gosh. And then like the next thing happens and the next thing happens. And you're like, what the hell is wrong with this day? I want you to think about where your energy and your attention is going in that moment, in those moments and what that is giving and providing to you. Because I've done this before and I've, I've literally experienced or experimented with this 
where I will wake up. I've had, I've done it both ways. I'll wake up and I won't pay attention to my thoughts and where they're going. And I'm just like, Oh my God, you know, like I'm getting so flustered and the kids are going crazy and I'm going crazy and I keep getting hurt and drinks are getting spilled and just anything that you can imagine to set your morning off in the wrong way will happen. Including one time I was having one of those mornings and I was rushing around and I had, I don't remember if it was like a jacket or a purse, but I was running out the door, literally running out the door and a piece of my clothing got snagged on the screen door and literally pulled me back, like jolted me back. And in that moment, I just started laughing. I was like, okay, this is the universe saying, slow your ass down before you get on with your day, because the way that you're going right now is not serving you. It's not serving anybody. And so the experiment here is stop and pause in those moments and say, how do I choose for my day to go? How do I choose to respond to all of this? What is this trying to teach me? And then move on from there and move on in flow and move on with awareness and move on with the availability to have a better day, no matter what situations arise for you, right? So like the next bad thing happens and you sit there and you, instead of judging it or judging yourself, you go, oh, well, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that this just happened? And these other things have been happened. What within me is allowing this to happen? What within me is calling this to me? Isn't that interesting? And so we go from the place of judgment, whether on ourselves or the universe or the day or the kids or whatever, into isn't that interesting? Because that opens up a whole new perspective, a higher perspective, a three, 360 degree perspective to see things entirely differently. Okay. And so when I, so I want to get back to, you know, the manifesting, like, yes, I know when I'm not going to manifest something because I can feel it because I've been doing this so long that I can feel when my energy isn't in it. I can feel when there's something within me that actually doesn't want it. And I know that sounds crazy. Like, Ashley, if you want something, then you want it. Why wouldn't you not want it? Like, I want a million dollars. Of course I want a million dollars. Am I ready for someone to hand me a million dollars? Probably not. My energetic state is probably not at a place where I could receive a million dollar check and know what to do with it, know how to invest it, know where to put it, know how to make it grow for me, know how to make it serve me. Sure, I would do great and wonderful things with it, but we all hear about those people who win the lottery and end up going bankrupt. And do you know why that is? It's not because they're not smart with their money. I mean, they're probably not, but it's not because they make terrible decision after terrible decision after terrible decision. Our energy says what we are available for. And if you don't believe that you are fully worthy of something, if you don't believe that you're capable of managing it or having it or having your business grow to the next level or the next eight levels or having the employees that actually support you or having unconditional love from your partner, you won't get those things. Because everything that we want to manifest, every desire that we have, we have to believe that we are worthy of in order to receive it and to keep it. And I've been doing money mindset work for a long time. I've worked with money mindset coaches and I do money mindset coaching. And there is one thing that I have learned. 
and it has to do with worthiness. So some people, and this is why we do the deep work, you guys. This is why when I teach my my mindset work or when I'm doing coaching, whether it's in an intuitive capacity, a life capacity, money mindset, whatever, we do the deep work. We don't just focus on one thing because I have seen it time and time again in different programs that I've been in and different coaches, and I've seen it with myself. When it comes to money, if this is just the easiest thing to talk about. When it comes to money, we might fully be able to become a vibrational match for what we want to attract. Let's say like in when you have a business, um, it just seems like I've been in this a long time. It seems like everybody strives for that $10,000 a month. Like that's like one of the, the really big goals that people have after they've been in their business for a while. And so they're striving for that $10,000 a month. They're striving for it. They're striving for it. They become, they do the work around receiving the money. They do the work of, I am available for it. I am worthy of it. I decide that it's mine. I connect to the feeling of it. I meditate on it. I journal on it. All the things we're going to talk about in a minute. I do all of the work around it. And then they manifest the money. They manifest that $10,000. They have their first $10,000 a month and it feels so good. And then two seconds later, they are scared to death. And why are they scared to death? Well, there's a couple things that come up. Well, well, what if this never, ever happens for me again? Which is bullshit because if it happened for you once, it can happen for you again. You were an energetic match for it. All you have to do is become an energetic match for it again. But then it's, what if I never do this again? What if my family or people think I'm bad or, you know, like, it's a fluke or, you know, I'm, I'm taking advantage of people or whatever. We all have these crazy scenarios that come up in our heads. There's also the one of great now, which I think this one is so funny because I really shifted my perspective around taxes a long time ago. Um, and I'll share that with you guys too, but great. I made all this money. Now I have to give it away. Now I have to pay taxes. Okay. So do you think that when you go into the state, when you, you hit your goal, you became an energetic match for it. You knew you were worthy of receiving it. But now there's this flip side of it. And all your fears that are coming up, they're not coming up to sabotage you. They're coming up to let you know you still have work to do. And so all these fears are coming up to say, okay, you know how to receive the money. Do you know how to keep the money? Do you know how to keep the money coming in? Are you still afraid of having that money? And that's what I mean by what inside you doesn't want the thing that you want. And we find this out through journaling. We find this out through our fears that come up when we do manifest. Okay. And I, so I know like a lot of people that will manifest this amaze. Like I've seen it with my clients. I've seen it in groups that I've been in. They'll have hit a 10 K month, a 20 K month, even a 50 K month. Like it's, it's amazing. They'll hit these amazing month, these amazing numbers in a month, and then they will manifest things, and I've done this before too, and I had to do my work around this too. They'll manifest things, bills or, you know, um, let's say business expenses or employee expenses or, or what have you, that take that money and bring them right back down to what their average monthly income already was. And it's so interesting. It's so interesting to me. 
And it was, even when I was doing the work around it, I wasn't getting mad at it. I was like, oh, remember, like I said a few minutes ago, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? How can I undo this? How can I work through this? What do I need to look at to not only bring the manifestation in, but hold on to that manifestation and keep more manifestations coming in and coming in and coming in to where it's a natural flow. It's my, it's, it's just who I am. It's how I live my life. Right. And so again, of course, talking about money is the easiest, but I started my manifesting with parking spaces and I still do it to this day. And then I was like, okay, well, I know, and I believe that I'm worthy for that. And I'm only, and I'm available for that. So then I did it with my house. And then I did it with like the contractors on my house and the different things in my house. And then I did it with vacations. And then I started doing it with money. And I want to bring something else up to you. And this is just like another way to look at it. That's kind of, it's a down to earth perspective that I think everyone can understand. So let's say you start your own business. Okay. And you've always had this job. You've always, or you've always had a job and you've always had a certain salary And you knew that you were going to get that paycheck every week or every two weeks. And you knew that every month you were going to make a certain amount of money. And you were comfortable with that because whoever your employer was, whether you believe that you were more worthy of more or not, you in your subconscious believe, okay, I am worthy of receiving this amount of money every single week or every single month because this is what I know and this is what I've experienced. And This is what is provided to me. I see it. It's tangible. I know and I trust and I believe that I am worthy of this because this is what I get every single month. Okay. When you leave that job and you start your own business, you may find, you probably will find, that you manifest right around that amount of money that you're used to making. Whether you make a little bit less one month and a little bit more one month, you might find that it evens out. It always averages out. And given what we just talked about, why do you think that is? Why do you think that you can make as much money averaged out over, let's say, three months as you're used to making, as your salary already was? Because somebody told you that you were worthy of that and you believed them. And so, babe, you can apply this to anything in your life. You can apply this to how you look at yourself in the mirror. And this is why many of us have, and I don't want to go too deep into this, but this is why many of us have our stories, our self-esteem issues. Because at one point, somebody told us or made us believe that we were a certain way. And we took that on and we believed them. And that's why mirror work is so, so, so important. Because you need to look at yourself and you need to convince yourself that you are worthy and that you are beautiful and you are deserving of having any and every single thing that you want. Like you've got to make yourself believe that the things that you want and desire, you are worthy of. And that is why mirror work is so important because you got to believe it, right? You got to believe it. And so manifestation is really all about becoming a vibrational match to it and believing that you are worthy of it. You can do this with a car. You can do this with a relationship. You can do this with a parking spot. You can do this with anything. I've heard multiple coaches say, 
it's not any harder to manifest two dollars than it is two million dollars it's just a matter of on what level do you trust yourself with that money right and like i said i'm not yet ready for a million for somebody to hand me a million dollar check but as i incrementally increase my earnings and as i incrementally increase my workload and what i can handle and the employees that i take on and the team that i take on and i know that i have the support then eventually i can build myself up to being ready for that million dollars does that make sense and it's what i tell people like even with giving readings or starting your own business or starting your own coaching business you need to build yourself up to where you believe that you are worthy of what you're charging with any business. If you don't believe in what you're selling, nobody else is going to, right? So if, you, if you're somebody that wants to give readings for a living, give five readings for free and get that validation and feel really good. And then once you feel like, okay, this is kind of taking some of my energy, but I know I'm still practicing, so I don't really want to charge people, you know, the industry standard for whatever this, this service is. I'm going to do it at this price for five or six people. And then I'm going to do it at this price for five or six people until you work yourself up to where you're comfortable. And it's not about the other person. It's not about them because whatever you can back yourself behind, whatever price you can back yourself behind, that is what you're worthy of, or you're worthy of, you're worthy of it all. But that is what you believe that you're worthy of, right? And that is what you know and trust that people will buy your services and products for because that is what they are valued at to you. And so the more confidence you have behind that, the more validation you have behind that, the easier it's going to be for you to charge whatever it is that you want to charge or for you to manifest whatever you want to manifest, right? And so the level, so the reason I told you that story about you know, like our employers tell us how much we're worthy of and that's what we go into. I did that for two years and I made exactly what I made at my job for two years until it clicked in and I was like, wait, this is a total pattern. Someone told me I was worthy of this and I never faltered from that. Like I fully believed it and I fully made exactly what I needed to make to be comfortable and stay afloat and do what I love to do and help and serve people and be here for my family. But when that clicked in, I was like, wait a second, like something isn't working anymore. I've been doing this a long time. I have a lot more expertise. And what if I told myself that I'm worthy of more than they told me that I'm worthy of? And what if I believed it? What if I became a match to it? And you guys, this is like, that is key. Becoming a match to it believing that you're worthy of it. And every year since it's been better and better and better. And I've, I've, you know, attracted those elusive months that I thought that I never would. And then I watched the next month where I didn't, and I saw the fears and the self-sabotage and all of those things come up. And that's where my money mindset work came in. And now I've been doing this long enough to know, like I said, I'm either going to manifest it and I'm going to hit that goal or I'm not. And I know it. It has nothing to do with the numbers. I could not look at my numbers all month and know whether or not I was going to hit my goal. Because it's a feeling. Because it's a knowing. Because yes, it's your intuition. And yes, it's you tuning into your higher guidance system. 
but it is your higher self and you and your worthiness and the the universe and you know there's literally science to back all of this up too all working together but it's all about your energy and your belief all right so let's quickly go into why i actually came here to talk to you today the four reasons or the four ways that i repeatedly manifest and I can't go too into each and every exercise because I do have the Mission Manifest course, which is amazing, if I do say so myself. I've had so many people reach out to me after they took it, and they're like, this makes so much sense. You break it down in a way that I have never like experienced before, even though I've worked with coaches. I've taken you know, two $3K courses, and you're, I think it's like $300 like your $300 course like covered so much and broke me through so many blocks. So that course is called Mission Manifest. It is open and available now. Um, And it is so supportive of the manifestation journey. It is so supportive of different things in your life, no matter what you're trying to manifest or what you're trying to call in. And it's a great course to go through and then return back to again and again and again, whenever you need it, like yearly. I do this with a lot of my courses. Um, I return to them yearly or quarterly, even some of them. Okay. So here's my kind of rituals for manifesting. My favorite number one go-to, get me in the vibe, get me into believing is daily journaling. And so I have, I don't even know how many I have now, but I have um, one journal that I use every day and I save them. And when I'm done with them, they all go in the same box and I keep them because I like to reference them later. But I have one journal that I use just for daily manifestation journaling. And the idea behind this is to write as if it's already happened is to write from the point of view of the future you that has already had these things, that has already had the perfect day, that already has everything she wants in that moment, that has already called it in and and really get into the vibration and how good it feels to be her, to live as her. It's just so, it's so wonderful. And so it may take some practice, right? Like everything's a practice, but the more that you do it, the easier it will be for you to drop into that feeling and feel it light up from your your whole body, your your heart chakra, your solar plexus, like just feel it radiate throughout your body that it has already been done. And so the way that I do this is I write from morning to night about my day. And I did this, you can um, find the blog, I think it's called How I Left My Job in Seven Months or something like that on my website. But I did this every day, not really knowing what I was doing, but I still use it, you guys, seven or eight years later from whenever I started this journey. Uh, It's going to be eight years because my son just turned eight. So it's a little over eight years since I've been, you know, on this path, on this journey because I started it right before him. Um, But you, so you get this journal and you write, this morning I woke up in my beautiful master bedroom. And my sheets feel like this. And I was smiling and I popped right out of bed and I had so much energy. And I had breakfast with my kids and then I dropped them off. And then I did X, Y, and Z. 
And then at work, I worked with people that are like this, that have this kind of vibe. I'm in a creative environment. I'm in an environment that supports me. I feel so good about everything that I do in my job. I feel like I'm serving people. I feel like I'm helping. It fulfills me. And when I get off work, I come home and we have this kind of dinner and we play and we do this and we do this and we do this. And at the end of the day, I am snuggling next to the person that I love most in the whole world. And I just feel so secure and so complete. And my bank accounts have this much in them. And I have, I could never imagine that things happen as easily as they did. And I have more money than I ever could have imagined. And I have investments and I have a car that's paid off. And I'm just so happy to have food in my cabinets and blah, 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 blah. Whatever you need, whatever your ideal day, your ideal life would be, write about it. Write about it as if it already happened and write about it until you fucking believe it, until you feel it, until you feel it in your body and you catch yourself smiling. This is the number one best, like most incredible manifestation technique I can give you. Some people call it scripting. I just call it daily journaling because I don't want to call it scripting. I don't want to call it scripting because I don't want to say like, you know, I'm writing this out so that it comes true. Fuck that. Like, no, it's already true. It's already happened. Your mind doesn't know the difference between what has happened and what you are telling it. So you might as well tell it the stuff that you want and desired it to happen and believe it as if it has. And that is how we call things to us. That is how negative manifestation works. And that is how positive manifestation works by believing it. Okay. So Go through this and just start doing it every day. And it doesn't even have to be the same every day. Just whatever you're feeling, whatever you're vibing with, whatever you want. And do you notice how when it came to the job, I never said what I did. I just said how I was feeling, the type of environment I was with, the type of people that I worked with. And do you guys know that I did this? Like I did this, like I said, every day for like seven months thinking that I was going to be working in some kind of graphic design office or something, never realizing that it was going to be my creative space, people that I literally adore that I get to work with and talk to and help and they become friends and some of them have become family like, oh my God, like it's just so amazing. It's so beautiful. All through just journaling like this consistently, almost every single day. I probably journal like this about five days a week. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is a vision board. And you guys, all the techniques that I'm giving you, I kind of do back to back. And I'll tell you why when we're done. But the vision board, you can have different vision boards. Um, I did a vision board party last year and I still have, it's like 10 bucks. It's like a vision board inspiration packet on my website just to kind of get you started if you want. But I don't do separate vision boards anymore because my life isn't separate because I don't, because if I try to focus just on work or just on family or just on vacations or just on money, I get really overwhelmed trying to figure out which one I should be focusing or spending more time and attention on. So my vision board has everything that I want. At the top of it, it says, I am strong. On the side of it, it says my mentoring program is full. There are pictures of the vacation places I want to go. There's a picture of Disney that I wanted to go that I just checked off of the vision board because I did that. I paid for that for my family. Like I set money aside that my husband didn't really know about and I paid for the whole trip for us. 
And so I don't separate my visions because my vision is ultimately my life and how it gets to look. So why would I separate it? Why would I put it in different compartments and place different importance of emphasis on it? Right? I want it all and I deserve it all and I get to have it all. And I don't have, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It gets to be, this supports me because it makes me a happier person. And the more that I am a happier person, the more my family is happier and the more peace that I am in, the more peace that I can spread to other people. And so of course I get to have what I want. And that gets to be your new mantra too. And so I do my vision board and I put everything on there that I want, house projects, vacations, numbers, whatever. I put it all on there. And I will usually look at my vision board first. Then I will do the journaling technique that I talked about. And as I'm looking at my vision board, I will close my eyes. I will put myself in that scene, in that picture. I will feel the grass around me. I will watch me like swinging my kids around. I will feel the blue water. I will do whatever I need to do to fully get in that experience to tell my mind that I have already had that experience. Okay. So I journal, I do my vision board. Here's one that I don't hear a lot of people talking about, but I open up space for the things that I want and desire to come in. So as I am, there's a couple different manif- or meditations that I do. And like I said, you can, we go really deep into this, into in Mission Manifest in the course. There's a couple different ones that I do, but for the sake of today, I'm going to say one of my favorites is to get into meditation, ground, clear, connect, protect, open up all of my chakras and place into each one of those chakras. And I learned this from Joe Dispenza, this portion of it, place into each one of those chakras what I want, what I desire. So the root chakra may be, I trust, I'm supported, I'm safe. Um, My bank accounts are full. In the sacral chakra, it may be, you know, I'm feeling so openly creative. I'm feeling so supportive emotionally, physically, whatever. And I just kind of work my way up the different chakras. And then I will visualize actually like me opening up like for me it always kind of looks like a seashell or um you know like a wave or something like that and I will visualize myself just opening up like cracking open and I will see the clients coming to me I will see the vacations coming to me I will see these things coming into me because I have created the space for them I created the space and I allowed them to come And I will feel and I will know and I will trust that they are mine, that they have already been given to me, that I am open and available for them because I have the space. Okay. And so the last one is going to be car rants. Now you can do this in your house. You can do this on a bike. You can do it wherever. I do fully believe that it's better to be spoken out loud, which is why I do it in the car. But you know how I was talking a few minutes ago about journaling and how I say like, oh, I I did this and then I did this and it felt like this and I worked with this person. It felt so good. And, and this person came in and I never knew it could be that easy. And, you know, it just happened. It happened for me. It happened for me. And so I will get into a rant like that by myself in the car. I know it sounds silly. 
And that 100% every time will get me in the vibe of whatever it is that I want. Even if I want to get out of a funky vibe, that will get me into a vibe. So it could sound something like this. Let me just try to get into a vibe. Hold on. Okay. Let's do, let's do a money mindset one. Oh my God. It just came through. Oh my gosh. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. I didn't even like try. And I just got three orders that came through. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so amazed that this freaking happened. This happened. And I didn't even have to work hard at it. It just came to me. It came to me because my work is worthy of being supported. And the work that I do helps people and helps them change their lives. And so of course it came in and it came in fluidly and it came in easily and it came in naturally because God supports me. The universe supports me in all my dreams and all my desires. And so of course, of course, of course. And now, now I feel so comfortable knowing that when I am ready to pay off my credit card, I'm just going to pay it off. And I'm still going to be an overflow because so much money came in that like having an issue of a credit card, like that's not even a thing. It's just already paid off. And look at this. Like I've been setting a little bit of money aside because every single month I've been manifesting even more than I even need or even desire or even want to call in. I've just been manifesting so much that now I can pay off my whole car. I have all this money set aside to pay off my whole car and that feels so good to me. I'm so freaking proud of myself. And I'm so proud of this work that I do and I'm so grateful for all my clients that support me and I'm so grateful for my family that supports me and I'm so grateful for you, universe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to me for believing in myself and trusting in myself and showing up for myself. And when, and that feels very strange to do out loud to people that I'm not seeing. But when you do that, when you allow yourself to go there, your energy will shift. Your beliefs will shift. You will become a vibrational match. And you do this to the point of completion. Like almost every time that I do it, I'll get to the end and I'll be like, okay, I'm complete. You just know when you're complete and then you let it go. You detach from all these things. When you're done journaling, you close the book, you let it go. It's already been done. When you're done looking at the vision board, you put it aside, you, you smile, you know that it's done. When you do your car rant, you are complete, you know that it's done. You don't have to stay attached to it. You get to let it go because it's yours. It's already out there. You've already decided. You've already became a match. If you guys like this, then I know you're going to love Mission Manifest. It is a video course. You can find it on my website and in the show notes. It's very um, budget friendly. And of course, I have a couple more spots left open for spring and early summer that I am taking on private clients. And this work that we just did, I can do this with you. I can help you walk through this. I can teach you how to get into and drop into your vibration to where you're calling in the things that you want and decide to manifest. Okay, well, I love you guys so much. Thank you for joining me again on The Spirited Life. And I will talk to you next time. Stay tuned for the end of the show to get a discount code on the Intuitive Development Program.